0: You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan.
0: Eat me now! I'm starving!
1: On the Fantasy Feast Eaten podcast.
0: Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. We are, of course, presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Most of you know that. Hopefully a lot of you already check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Monday through Friday, 25 minutes or less. Everything you need to know, what's going on. In the NFL from the perspective of a former player. Of course, Monday we have the college draft podcast that we release, which is awesome because we talk about the top prospects, but also make the picks against the spread, especially this time of year with all the bowl games. Even money podcast is our NFL betting podcast. That is very, very popular. I love this show mainly because I'm a huge fan of Joe Dolan. I love the energy. I love the passion. I love the information. You can check him out on social media like I do at FG underscore Dolan. He's over at fantasypoints.com, where if you ever go over there to get a subscription, it's well, well worth it. They have more information for less money than their competitors. Like that's more for less. It's a pretty simple equation. Use the code 23FEAST at FantasyPoints.com. Joe, no bye weeks. Let's dive right into it. It's semifinals for people that are in their season-long leagues. We always give a tip of the cap to the folks playing DFS as well. We'll start Thursday night. We had a decent Thursday night game, Joe, which I'm always happy about. It's the Saints and the Rams.
1: Yeah, playoff implications in this game uh, for both teams. The Rams, though, seem to be going in a different direction than the Saints are going right now. The Rams seem to be really charging forward while the, the, the Saints are kind of spinning their tires. Not an exciting team at all. Now, the Saints, uh, I was eliminated in a couple of leagues last week, Ross, because Chris Olave got ruled out right before game time. Uh, and I put in Gabe Davis who, you know, he's been goose egg Gabe all year, but, uh, in this one, uh, in the bills game, and we'll get to that. Not sure it was his fault. Cause Josh Allen threw like four passes in that game. Um, let's go, let's talk about the Rams. First and foremost, the Rams are one of those fantasy teams where you just kind of start your guys. Stafford, Nakua, cup, cup, cup has taken over Nakua right now, but both guys are startable. And then of course there might be one player. In fantasy football, who you trust more than Kyron Williams right now, and that's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Kyron Williams has totaled a ridiculous 111 opportunities in the last four weeks since his return from injury. And the Rams actually have a positive matchup by our trench metrics at fantasypoints.com. Uh, in our data suite on Thursday Night Football. It's our number one rush grade of the week. The Saints have given up over 100 non-scramble rushing yards in three straight games before shutting down the Giants' uh, offense last week. That doesn't really scare me as it uh, pertains to Kyron Williams. You don't need me to tell you that he's a slam dunk running back one on usage alone, but I'm here to tell you that the matchup is also glorious for Kyron Williams with the Rams' home favorites against the Saints. He is... Uh, a league-winning player in every way imaginable.
0: Wow! Do you feel like this came out of
1: nowhere, Joe, or no? He was trending that way in the beginning of the season before he got hurt. How much he's been used since he came back—tiny bit of a surprise. Because I, uh, Sean Pay, uh, excuse me, Sean McVay was like, "I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be a little judicious about how we use him." Well, judicious meant they. They are going to ride him because he's their best player on offense right now. It's amazing, but Kyron Williams uh, just—I I can't sing his praises enough.
0: Okay, how about the Saints on the other side? Joe uh,
1: Chris Olave is going to play. Um, it looks like, and if Chris Olave plays, the guys you can play here are Chris Olave and Alvin Kamara. That's it.
0: Who's been disappointing this year? Jawan Johnson.
1: Jawan, you know, because Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill's obviously been injured. juwan has been disappointing. Rasheed Shaheed got off to a hot start and then kind of cooled off. He's been banged up. Derek Carr is the same guy. Derek Carr has always been, um, and it, it it just means this offense is just as mediocre as it can possibly be.
0: Every week on the Fantasy Feast podcast, I give you my stud play and value play. I'm going big with Kyron Williams. I'm following what Joe said in terms of the matchup. $7,800 on DraftKings. I'm taking Kyron. And then for the value play, how about Taysom Hill? I, I think Taysom Hill gets in the end zone. He's only $5,000. Uh, I'm going to go with Taysom in that situation. One way or the other, I think he scores a touchdown in this game. Joe, we move on. We've got a couple games on Saturday. The Bengals at the Steelers, got to talk about the Bengals, doesn't sound like Chase is going to play.
1: No, it doesn't. And uh, fortunately, T Higgins, here's another one of uh, the, the glories of fantasy football. T Higgins does nothing all year. Um, and then against me in a playoff matchup, he he does the Michael Jordan space jam thing where he, where he extends his arm 35 yards and gets it across the goal line for that amazing touchdown that he scored. Um, but T Higgins is obviously a, a upgrade without Jamar Chase playing in this matchup. And then, um, you look at the status of, of Chase Brown, who I believe Chase Brown got in a limited uh, practice this week. Uh, you're playing Joe Mixon anyway, but uh, yeah, Chase Brown has a sternum injury and got in a limited practice. So he's dinged up. That might be a slight upgrade uh, for for Joe Mixon in this matchup against Pittsburgh. A Pittsburgh team, by the way, that is... Uh, hmm. Well, Pittsburgh team that is that is going in the wrong direction right now, and the season is is, is kind of collapsing on them.
0: What about Pittsburgh offensively? You got a new quarterback.
1: Uh, yeah, Mason Rudolph starting on uh, on on Christmas weekend. The irony is not lost on me. Um, rearranging the deck chairs, Ross. I, I mean, this offense doesn't have any consistency. They had the one game where they got the ball to Pat Fryermuth across the middle of the field, and then haven't done it since. Najee Harris is dinged up; he's got a knee injury. By the way, uh, on on defensively, Minka Fitzpatrick's hurt, which which certainly helps T. Higgins in this matchup. Um, just just a disaster for the Steelers. You know what it is right now. George Pickens is George Pickens is trying to justify his lack of effort on a blocking play. You can't start him. Deontay Johnson's a wide receiver three. Jalen Warren, if Najee Harris is out or limited. Um, RB2, like it, it's Pittsburgh's a hard team for me to talk about right now. Uh, and they're going in the wrong direction. They're still in the playoff hunt, but they're going in the wrong direction.
0: What about the direction the Buffalo Bills are going in on the ground with James Cook utilizing Cook in every way. Speaking of league winners, Cook and the Bills are in L.A. Saturday night to take on the reeling Chargers. Yeah, so James Cook, he, the
1: league winner, the league winner status that I talked about with Kyron Williams is right there with James Cook as well. Two hundred twenty-one scrimmage yards in just a throwback game for Buffalo. Joe Brady comes out and says, "Nah, I wasn't planning on running it that much, but it was working." I feel like there's a lot of offensive coordinators in the league who can who can learn from that. By the way. How many times do we see a team like the Eagles, for instance, on Monday night, put together a great opening drive and then just completely lose the plot? You know, Buffalo, Joe Brady did a great job in that game. Uh, Cook has exploded over the last three weeks for 462 yards from scrimmage and three touchdowns on 64 touches under Joe Brady. It doesn't matter that, it, that his snap rate is low. The snap rate is actually helping keep him fresh. So, you know, Ty Johnson comes in and they put in Latavius Murray at the goal line, but James Cook just gets the football when he's on the field. He's a locked in RB1 against the Chargers in a game in which the Bills are heavy favorites. Now, if you have, if you have Stefan Diggs, I don't know what to tell you. Um, his numbers have collapsed as they've started running the football more. You still have to play Stefan Diggs. I think Josh Allen's going to complete more than what, seven passes this week, but But still, um, they've really started to run the ball very well, and it's kind of given them an identity.
0: What about the Chargers, Joe? What does there even say?
1: We still have to monitor the status of Keenan Allen. Um, And if Keenan Allen um, doesn't play, Josh Palmer is in play here. Austin Eckler looks completely toast. they're trying to get Josh Kelly and Isaiah Spiller the ball more. I think Austin Eckler's benchable this week after what he did last week. The uh, I mean, the stat lines, they had been kind of approaching disaster, but he was getting it done with receptions and touchdowns. Last week, he has 38 yards from scrimmage on nine touches. Um, Josh Kelly and Isaiah Spiller getting a bunch of work. It's a disaster for Eckler. I think he's benchable right now.
0: Wow. What about some of these Sunday games? We'll start with the Colts at the Falcons.
1: You know, sometimes us fantasy guys, we we want the answers to the test, right? We want to know who's going to get the football. And when we have a player we like and we have a player on our roster who doesn't get the football, we complain about coaching. And sometimes that's valid and sometimes it's not. I am here to tell you it's valid with Arthur Smith. I mean, what... Tyler Algier, and by the way, here's the thing. It was easy to say in week one, and I think I did say on this program, when Tyler Algier ran for 100 yards in week one, I'm like, all right, I can't knock Arthur Smith. They won the football game. Well, now Tyler Algier's getting 14, 15 carries, 15 touches. John M. Smith's your leading receiver. Drake London's not getting targeted. On the heels of a 170-yard game. And, our, and Tyler Algier's the leading rusher. Johnu Smith's the leading receiver, and Cordero Patterson scoring the only touchdown you have. This guy, I, I made the comparison, Ross. I don't know if you're, you're a fish guy. Um, I never really got into fish. Um, it wasn't really a, uh, the, a, a, a band that I, that I got. But Arthur Smith, to me, his offense is a bad jam band. He's trying to show you how clever he is without writing actually a decent song. That's what he's doing right now. That's what he's done, and that's why he's gonna lose his job. There's I think Joseon Anderson said there's like uh there's like growing seeds of discontent with it, with him, and there should be, because he's smug and he doesn't put the ball in the hands of the three top ten picks that that he's got. You know, it's like it's Christmas season. It's like spending hundreds of dollars on your on your eighteen month old for Christmas. And the kid plays with the wrapping paper instead of the toys. That's what Arthur Smith is doing right now. He's giving the ball to the wrapping paper and not the toys.
0: What about the Colts, Joe?
1: So we have to keep an eye on... The, the, this is the. the I, I don't have anything definitive to say right now about the Colts. Because Michael Pittman's still in concussion protocol. Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss are both currently questionable. It looks like Zach Moss is going to try to play. It's an arm-shoulder injury. Remember, he had an arm injury that cost him time at the beginning of the season. Um... So, that's a a problem right now. So, Gardner Minshew, we don't know really who he's going to have the ball to throw to, uh, have to to throw the ball to. Um, Josh Downs has kind of fallen off. They were throwing to guys like DJ Montgomery and Tyler Goodson last week. So, there's a lot of questions that need answered about the Colts right now, and we don't have them as we record this on an early Wednesday morning.
0: No questions needed in terms of the best place to get tickets, Joe, or in fact... The best place to get a last minute gift. If you have no idea what to get somebody for a gift, go to the Game Time app. I mean, I'm just looking at the game I'm calling on Monday, Giants, Eagles. You can still get in for $135. Bucks. You can get pretty darn good seats for $164, $170. And with Game Time app, Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. The key for me is taking the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. You just download the Game Time app, which I've had for a while now, create an account and use code FEAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So, again, create an account and redeem code F E A S T for $20 off. Download Game Time Today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed Joe it's the Packers at the Panthers you know Jordan loves playing well
1: and unfortunately their receiving core has kind of not just kind of it's fallen by the wayside you know Christian Watson's been injured Romeo Dobbs hasn't been doing a whole lot but two guys well first and foremost Jaden Reed's injured so we have to keep an eye on his status because he's been a really good fantasy option but a guy I want to point out for the Packers If Jaden Reed can't go, if Christian Watson can't go, very quietly, Dontavion Wicks is putting together a really good rookie season. He had six catches for 90 yards last week. Um, He's got over uh, the last few weeks, he's got has, he's had at least three catches in five of his last six games. He has a season-high 97 yards uh, in this past game. He's only scored one touchdown, and that was all the way back in week two, but it feels like he's starting to build a rapport with Jordan Love. So maybe you have Jamar Chase, uh, and he's injured. Keenan Allen's injured. You're looking for somebody to fill in. I wonder if Dontavion Wicks might be that player for you this week. Um, also cheat for DFS if you need somebody there. Carolina Joe Next <laughs> Chuba, Chuba Hubbard is Chuba Hubbard is an uh, an empty calorie bell cow Cal Ross He's getting all the touches and it doesn't matter I mean, like, they won last week because Arthur Smith handed them the freaking game by by having Desmond Ritter throw, by having Desmond Ritter play at all, quite frankly. Hey, I forgot to mention H.B. Heineke's playing again for the Falcons, if that tickles your pickle, because it doesn't, do, it doesn't for me. But anyway, uh, Carolina got handed that game. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. Uh, if you're relying on Carolina players and you're still alive in your league right now, get a
0: more competitive league next year. <laughs> uh, the Browns are at the Texans. Major news, Joe. It sounds like CJ Stroud's going to be out again.
1: Yeah, and they went to Case Keenum because I guess they thought Case Keenum gave them the better chance to win, and um, I don't know how Davis Mills feels about that, but hey, look, Ross, Case Keenum came in And won the football game. Now, we also have to keep an eye on what's the status of Nico Collins, who has the calf injury. So um, if Case Keenum starts, and I have to imagine he will, why wouldn't he? He won the game last week. If Case Keenum starts, what's his target distribution going to be? Noah Brown is a very much usable uh, wide receiver three right now. Case Keenum threw him the ball. 11 targets, 8 catches, and a touchdown last week. Noah Brown very much on the RB3 radar. And Devin Singletary, you have to start him at this point. They have finally decided to go away um, from Damian Pierce. Uh, Devin Singletary was the bell cow in that game, in a competitive game. And he ran all over a good Titans run defense. So Devin Singletary is an RB1 right now.
0: I, man, they gotta trade Damian Pierce in the offseason. You know, that guy a, was awesome last year. He's
1: a gap scheme runner, Ross, and they run a zone scheme um offense, and that's that that's just the long and the short of it. So our our guy Chris Wecht at Fantasy Points actually came up with a wonderful stat. Damian Pierce is averaging more yards after contact than Devin Singletary so the style of play that Damian Pierce showed last year he still possesses that here's the problem Devin Singletary is averaging about three times as many yards before before contact as Damian Pierce so Devin Singletary's vision in this offense is just better it just fits better Damian Pierce is a certain kind of player and he doesn't fit in this offense
0: what about the Browns on the other side Joe so
1: so old Joe Flacco let me tell you something Ross He's making some bad throws. He's turning the ball over. Uh, I think Greg Cosell was on your podcast. Said Joe would be the first to tell you he didn't have a great game last week. But he comes out and you know what? Uh, I'm going to borrow another Greg Cosellism: selective amnesia. Joe throws an interception. I don't care. I'm going out and I'm going to try to fit the ball into a tight window to David and Joku. I'm going to throw a pass to Amari Cooper on a deep crossing route and drop that ball into the Bermuda Triangle between three defenders. Joe Flacco looks like he's having the time of his freaking life right now. He's having a lot of fun, and he's going to be quarterbacking a team in the playoffs. And here's the other thing about the Browns. They have quite correctly decided that they can't run the ball behind an offensive line that's just been decimated by injuries. Jerome Ford has cleared 10 carries just once in his last four games, while Flacco's dropped back about 50 times a game in his three starts. He still targets uh, Jerome Ford semi-regularly, which keeps Ford on the flex radar. But this is a pass-first offense with Joe Flacco quarterbacking and against Houston's elite run defense that held Derrick Henry to 9 yards on 16 carries. I expect they will be pass-first in this game as well. So you might want to throw Amari Cooper and David Njoku into your DFS lineups.
0: If you're feeling good about your fantasy picks thanks to Joe but not sure what to eat, make it easy on yourself. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your squad while your food and drinks are on the way. So that means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. Joe, you got to have something to wash it down. I'm a big believer in washing it down with Labatt Blue Light, the best light beer of all time. Drink Labatt Blue Light with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. We move on, Joe. Interesting game. In real life and in fantasy. The Lions at the Vikings.
1: Yeah, Nick Mullins comes out. And look, Nick Mullins did what we wanted him to do. He threw the most hilarious interception of all time. Uh, but he threw for 303 yards. And he threw just seven incompletions in that game. Um, Number one, Nick Mullins. Got the ball to Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson, and TJ Hawkinson. That's all we look for. Because you want to start these guys. Um, Number two. And here's the big story for the Vikings. Ty Chandler gets 23 carries for 132 yards and scores. He also catches three passes for 25 yards. And Kevin O'Connell, who's done a look, Ross, he's done a phenomenal job this year. But sometimes coaches are just kind of, you know, sometimes they just need to be slapped in the face with a large piece of fish uh to really figure out what what the the person who can see the forest through the trees can see. Ty Chandler's been better than Alexander Madison all year. And Kevin O'Connell is going to come out and comes out now and says, "Oh, we're going to feature him more." Well, they only gave him the ball 26 times because Alexander Madison was out. Remember, Ty Chandler's a the guy they tried to replace because they traded for Cam Akers earlier this season. And Ty Chandler, the answer to the to the test was sitting there all all the time. Um, Ty Chandler's an RB1 this week because I don't think they're going to give Alexander Madison anything if Madison plays anything more than uh, a handful of carries to spell Ty Chandler. At least they shouldn't. The Lions, Joe. The Lions, well, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, he's got a bad schematic matchup this week, but you kind of just have to play him. The Lions are easy. They have five guys. They're they're, the 49ers. They're the Eagles. They have five guys, and you play them all for fantasy, and sometimes the one guy's going to have a bad game. Montgomery, Gibbs, great matchup for those guys. St. Brown, Laporta. Laporta having the greatest tight end rookie season ever. And Jared Goff, you play them all. These guys are at home. Um, which which is good news for Jared Goff. Um, it's good news for everybody. Um, you just start your Lions. A- and at this point, if you have the Lions, if you played them last week, you're probably alive this week. Excuse me, Detroit's on the road this week, but they're indoors. So uh, that's why I like Jared Goff.
0: We have to talk to about every game, Joe. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the Commanders and the Jets um man there's a lot that could be said here I don't even know I don't even know yeah
1: uh well Brees Hall can't run the football the Jets can't run the football Brees Hall is a flex dependent on just catching the ball I have a question yeah
0: going into next year will you feel a lot better about Brees Hall if the Jets upgrade the offensive line or do yes. you have Brees Hall concerns
1: yeah I I'm not concerned about the player because he's made plays in the passing game um I'm just concerned about the state of this franchise because they went, I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers got hurt on the first drive of the season. Okay. Like they could not anticipate that, but then he's going on, he's flapping his gums on television and he's like, Oh, you know, I'm going to be medically cleared. And then very conveniently for Aaron Rodgers, the jets completely collapsed. So he, uh, he could say he got medically cleared and doesn't actually have to play. Um, I'll feel better about Brees Hall. yes, this is going to have, this is going to be a big psychology test for me in the off season. Because we have to, we have to, we have to go uh, uh, analyze the vibes. I wonder if they're going to have a coaching change. Uh, I I don't know for sure. Normally I'd say guaranteed, but who are they going to hire? And are, are they going capitula- to capitulate to Aaron Rodgers as much as this current coaching staff did? So it's kind of wild what we're going to have to do. You know, the Jets. I got to be honest. Like watching Hard Knocks, I thought the vibes in that building were awesome this off season. And then once Rodgers went down, they shifted to the worst vibes. And then Rodgers is now GM Aaron. I, Ross, I'm I'm talking in circles right now because this is a question that I am going to have to we could talk about this on six different podcasts this offseason, season and we probably will. What about the
0: Commanders on the other side, Joe?
1: Well, let's see what Brian Robinson's status is. Uh it didn't seem like he was particularly close to playing against the Rams this past week. Jacoby Brissett comes in and outperforms Sam Howell, uh who's really started to struggle here. Terry McLaurin has his first 100-yard game of the season. Um they're going to go back to hal because like they they're they're just going to give him a shot to i don't know play his way out of this but it's starting to collapse on sam hal and it's starting to show you know these franchises that you know it, there's some guys are promising here sam hal had some promising games and then the franchise loses its way and the vibes get bad and the 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 grind of a long season wears on him. And then his play has started to collapse here. Um, it uh, honestly, the bet, the only guy I feel really good about, uh, with Washington, if Sam How starts is, is, uh,
0: Curtis Samuel. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. Jacoby Brissett came in, started chucking the ball to McLaurin. It a little bit of a different, different deal there. Check him out on social media at FG underscore Dolan. I am at Ross Tucker, NFL, We're at Ross Tucker Pod. Remember, it's the show that's so nice. We do it twice every week during the NFL season. We have eight more games to get to on episode two. So you subscribe and all that stuff. So you get it right into your podcast app bright and early Thursday morning.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Fantasy Feast. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker football podcast, even money and college draft all on the DraftKings network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcasts on your favorite platform. <laughs>